With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The CWR Talk Network is not just another talk radio network. We are the champion for important causes and issues like financial literacy. That is why so many people listen to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show. Lionel is a seasoned veteran in the finance industry, but more importantly, Lionel cares about people. He shares his vast knowledge of the finance world in a personal way that goes beyond dollars and cents, with advice that makes sense. So let Lionel help you get your finances in order, or avoid costly errors in judgment that may be devastating to you and your family. Listen to the Lionel Shipman Check Your Finances show every Tuesday exclusively on the CWR Talk Network at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 p.m. Central. And hello, hello, hello. Uh, welcome to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show here on the CWR Talk Network. And I am your host, Lionel Shipman. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. And I want to give a big, huge shout out and a big, huge thank you to all of my regular listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in uh, week after week and month after month. Uh, like I said last week, we celebrated two years here. So very thankful for all of you that are listening in. I want to give a huge shout out and a big thank you to all of my uh, uh, new listeners as well as my regular listeners. Thank you so much for joining in uh, tonight, and hopefully you will become a regular listener uh, going forward. And most importantly, I want to thank God for another day to make a positive difference in the lives of other people. Now, for those that are new, my radio show is a financial and life empowerment show focusing in on improving your financial outlook. But we don't stop there. I'm here to give you some life lessons. That means educating you in other important areas of life, mind, body, and spirit, to help you live life to the fullest. So in a nutshell, I'm here to help you. Now, we have a fantastic show tonight lined up. Uh, tonight's topic, success in education business, a very, uh, I call it, explosive guest that are uh, going to drop many gems of information uh, tonight. So definitely stay uh, tuned for that segment. You can call in with any questions or any comments that you may have. You can call in at 917-889-8078. That number again is 917-889-8078. And for those of you that don't know, uh, we are on other platforms now. Uh, you, you can not only hear the, the live show here on uh, the CWR Talk Network, but you can listen to all of the replays of all the past shows that I've done in the past. Uh, you can listen to us on Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, iTunes, and iHeartRadio. So we're very proud to be on those other platforms to uh, service so all of you can hear some of the, uh, hear the shows at any time, anywhere. 
Uh, you can also visit my website, and that is shipmanconsulting.com. I've actually created a uh, radio show page that highlights all of the past guests that I've had here on the show, as well as all of the solo shows that I like to call it. So you can always go back and listen to all the shows that we've done here. We've touched a number of different topics, not just financial, but uh, we've touched on a lot of different areas. Uh, Like I said, from business to personal, uh, that's what I'm here all about, uh, to touch on the financial aspect as well as the life empowerment aspects uh, of our lives. And for those of you that may not be aware, I'm currently offering financial coaching sessions for students. Yes, one-on-one sessions now are available. Uh, I will be addressing a number of different financial topics, uh, budgeting, understanding debt, especially credit card debts, uh, talking about the importance of credit, managing a checking account, and then just being uh, money conscious. You can contact me at my website at shipmentconsulting.com for more details or to schedule a session with you, your students, or your children. Well, let's get started here. Tonight, my special guest, he is a highly regarded urban educator in New Jersey for more than 20 years, has distinguished himself as a master teacher and a transformational school leader. As an elementary school teacher in East Orange, New Jersey, He was named East Orange School District and Essex County Public School Teacher of the Year, was a finalist for the New Jersey State Teacher of the Year, and was a recipient of the New Jersey Education Association Award of Excellence. As a middle and high school principal, he led the turnaround of four New Jersey urban schools, including the mighty Newark Tech, which went from a low-performing school in need of improvement to national recognition, and which was recognized three times by U.S. News and World Report as one of America's best high schools. He is one of the most sought-after school leadership experts and educational speakers here in America, and I would like to say at this point in the world, in 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 my view. Since leaving his principalship in 2011, He has delivered and conducted more than 1,000 conference and program keynotes, professional development workshops, parenting seminars, and student assemblies, an expert in the area of attitude transformation. Principal Kofele is the leading authority for providing effective classroom and school leadership strategies toward closing what he coined the attitude gap. Now, his resume goes much further than what I'm mentioning. But I want to go right into our segment. I want to take advantage of the time that I have him with him tonight. Let's welcome to the show the one and only Principal Baruti Kafele. How you doing, Principal? Principal Kafele, hopefully you don't have me on mute. Oh, we're having some difficulties here. If you can hear me, Principal Kafele, I can't hear you. Let's see. Hold on, everyone. Let me see if I can get him. i uh, see what's going on here. Got some little difficulties here. Oh, 
hold on just a minute. Principal Kafele, if you can hear me, I can't hear you. Y'all hold on just a minute here. We got to get him on the line. Principal Kafele, if you can hear me, I can't hear you. I can see that you're still here, but we're not getting through here. Hello, hello. Okay, now I can hear you. How you doing this evening? All right. I didn't. I took you off. Well, well, can, how's how's my quality now? I had to make a change so you could hear me. Yeah, your quality is superb. Okay, well, well, I'm doing good. I'm 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 feeling great, and I'm on fire, and I'm ready to have this conversation with you. Yeah, I really appreciate your time, and I have to say, uh, not just because you're here on the show, but uh, I wish I could have both of my my kids. I have two teenage daughters. One is uh, freshman year of college up at BU, and I have a high school uh, senior. And your name is mentioned in my household often since I met you uh, a few years ago. Oh, man, I appreciate that. I'm honored. Oh, good. Thank you so much. Well, let's get started here. Uh, I often ask all my guests uh, that are here on the show uh, to ask them to share their personal money story. And this is talking about how you uh, adapted to, how you were taught about money or your understanding of money uh, when you were growing up. Will you please share your money story with us? I will. Can Can you still hear me first? Yes, I can. Okay, because I just put my earpiece back in. Yeah, my you know my um my money story growing up is is uneventful. Um, my mom taught me at a young age how to balance a checkbook, and um and and that's kind of the extent of my money story. You know, she taught me how because and and, and you know the good thing. There's a there's a lot of young people good in terms of me, but bad in terms of a lot of folks. There's a lot of young people that do not have that skill of how to balance a checkbook. So it's it's very easy to when you're comparing a checkbook to a statement and just go ahead and if if, if you're slightly over, slightly under, to just write it off and and just put you know line it up with the uh, with with the statement. But because of what I was taught at such a young age. I refuse to do that, and I still balance it to the penny because of this skill that I learned as a youngster. That that I'd say that principle uh, stays with you, and I I think it's I think it's great. Uh, Sometimes those uh, those pennies, those nickels, those dimes, those quarters can add up over time. So that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah cool. Well, tell us about you know you have you've had a a, a great uh, I'll say career. Uh, I'm not in personally in education. I've been in the corporate world, but I do a lot in the school system with speaking to kids, motivating, and I'm a part of the what they call the Academy of Finance. So I actually go into the school system and help uh, program directors and teachers uh, teaching people about teaching students about accounting and finance. But can you kind of talk about your transition from being a teacher? principal and now to becoming a consultant and speaker how did you make that transition you know i was i was blessed to have studied marketing slash business 
um, in undergrad school without having any knowledge whatsoever that I would one day become an educator. I, I went on and and got myself into this, this business program with a concentration in marketing, so learned accounting and finance and securities and, and all sorts of things in the area of business thinking that I was going to be some Wall Street businessman or, or businessman or, or, or some entrepreneur at some point um, in my life, but particularly on the marketing side. I thought that would be my emphasis, so perhaps in advertising, public relations, or whatever the case may be. So as I'm getting deeper and deeper into the major, I realized that I want to teach so, but I'm too deep into the major to, to stop and switch gears and start over. So I said, well, let me just go ahead and get this business degree. So then went, got the degree, entered the world of business, but found out very quickly that that wasn't the life that I wanted to live. I knew I wanted to teach. So to make a very long story short, went on and taught, um, achieved at a high level, as you read me, bio. In a very short period of time, I, was, I, was, uh, I earned teacher of the year status at, at the building level the district level, the county level, and then was a state finalist in New Jersey for Teacher of the Year, then went on and became principal. And in a very short period of time, we were able to do some big things with schools in terms of turnaround. But before, prior to even becoming a teacher, I knew I wanted to be a speaker, but I had nothing to talk about. I had no story, so to, so to speak, that was going to mm-hmm. capture the attention of audiences for a long period of time. So now after being in education for 21 years and speaking on the side, literally every weekend or weekday, doing some PTA meeting, talking about parenting, I decided in 2011, it's it's time for me to step out and, and be this speaker that I always wanted to be, be this education speaker because that's my background, education. So let me just make the world my classroom, so to speak. So went on and left, and now all that business that I learned in undergraduate school became applicable. The marketing, the, the, the sales, the promotion, the advertising, I mean, you name it, the, the people skills, the psychology, all of that became applicable to what I was doing as a speaker because the speaking is, you know, like, 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 like James Brown always said in, in the entertainment business, he said, he, he said, he said the, the, the actual performing was 10%. He said the business was 90% of the work. So hmm. it turned out it's, it's the same thing in what I do. You know, the speaking is important. It's significant. It's probably more than 10%, but I put a whole lot into it. But then that business side, because who I was, for example, who I was and what I spoke about when I left in 2011, I can't be that guy in 2019. It's not going to fly. You know, it was, it, was, it was hot then, but the world has changed. So as the world changed, I had to change. I had to adapt. I had to adjust. I had to keep writing books. I'm, I'm writing like a book a year now. So I had to keep writing books. I had to keep writing articles and blog posts and, and doing these, these Internet radio interviews. I've done a zillion of them. I had to keep, you know, doing podcast interviews. And, and, and just doing all those kinds of things, but, but the, the foundation, the base to it all was in undergraduate school when I learned how to market, when I learned how to, how to deal with different personalities, how to deal with people and so forth. You know, one of the books I read during that time and keep reading to this day is How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. 
you know, I, I, I had to know how to influence people. If I'm going to have an audience in front of me, I got to know how to open those doors. So that was, that's what that was all about. So that's how I made that transition. I had zero clients when I left. Uh, I, I, I stepped out on, on, you know, people say faith, and I'll use that word faith, but another word I'll couple with it was I stepped out on competence. So yeah. based on the, the knowledge base that I had in, in marketing, in business, but also in education, I said, I, I got information. I just got to get through these doors. So I literally quit my job. As a 14-year as a principal, I had not one client. I, I had nothing. I, I, I just knew that I could turn this into something big, and I did. I do about 200 presentations a year, and I've been doing 200 a year since I left my high school, my, my school in 2011. So I, I've done well over 1,000 presentations now since I left. I'm getting ready to slow it down a little bit going into 2020 because yeah. I'm probably overworking, <laughs> you know, but, um, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but I had to create. I, I created this, you know. So I'm just, I'm just riding it, you know, riding that wave ever since. Well, I, I have to say, you're riding it well. Um, you have totally impressed me. Like I said, for me to come from the corporate world, uh, I, you, your leadership principles can apply to any leader in any field, any day. And appreciate uh, I appreciate, yeah, I appreciate what you're doing in in the for the schools across America. Uh, I can see the heart, I can see the care and the concern, not only from a administrative standpoint, but especially to down to the students. So, uh, if you don't hear, yeah, and I know sometimes you uh, teachers, teachers that are listening in, sometimes you may be underappreciated. You get high high honors and respect from me and my show and, and my family. I, I thank God so much for uh, educators and what you do, sometimes behind the scenes as well as in front. So thank you for what you're doing and continue to do. And uh, so tell me, tell me. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Now, so, so tell me, what, what drives you to do what you do? Why, why are you so committed to your efforts? Because, you know, it's, it's, some of us in life, we we discover, I guess, very deliberately, consciously, we discover our life's purpose. Many of us in life never realize what that is. We we you know we're going through life, we're making ends meet, we're trying to get from day to day, but we never hit that pause button and find that quiet that quiet space for a long duration of time, and just figure out you know whether it be your talk with God, your talk internally, whatever it is, and determine why you exist. Like, what is, what is your purpose? Why, 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 why are you on the planet? God created you to do what? So I figured that out. I figured it out many decades ago. And, 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 it, and it, it really feeds into who I say yes to and who I so say no to in terms of invites to speak. See, I'm, I'm, I'm not on that, that money chase where, where I'll just say yes to everything. If it's not consistent with my purpose, then I can't do it. I don't care how much they're offering me. I can't do it because it has to be consistent with my purpose for existing. So in terms of the work, that's where I get my drive. I get my, 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 my fire, my energy, my enthusiasm, because I'm walking in my reason for existing. You know, so, so, so doing the work, standing before an audience or standing before my school or standing before my classroom of students back in those days, that's because that was my purpose. So, so like I tell folks all the time, I say, I haven't worked 
in um, 31 years. You know, I, I've been unemployed for the past 31 years. I just wake up to my mission. I wake up to my passion. I go and do my mission. I go and do my passion. Then I come home and go to sleep. And then I wake up the next morning and resume from where I left off. You know, so I don't I don't work. This is not work. You know, this 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 I'm just I wake up and have fun every day. I mean, I I'm having a party every day. You know, because when you when you walking in your passion, you just it's just life's just a party. But but so many of us we we don't find we we don't either find the time or find the way or don't have the wherewithal to find out, as I said before, who you are, what it is you're supposed to be doing, what is your purpose, what is your why. See? And and, 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 and that why I always say, don't isolate the, the why is so critical, but don't isolate it. Because the oxygen that keeps the why alive is the how. So a lot of times we'll we'll say, okay, my why is to do X, Y, and Z, but don't know how to get from A to B. So I say mm. you got it. So 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 the, so the how becomes the oxygen, you know, the the life support for the why keeps it alive, keeps all all throughout your journey. So that's you know that's 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 why that's where my fire and energy comes from. Cool, great, oh, fantastic! Now I want to delve into some of the financial aspects without. Uh, getting too personal, but from a financial perspective, yeah, but from a financial perspective as a business person, how important is budgeting as a speaker? Because you pretty much, you do everything you do. You set your schedules, your travel, your marketing. How important, how, how important is budgeting to you as a speaker? Yeah. yeah for, for your listeners out there, understand that um, I, for whatever, I, I don't even know what the reason is, but for whatever the reason, probably my, me being an introvert, right? But for whatever the reason, I decided that I want to be a one-man or one-person operation. Um, I don't want a team. You know, you see, people always say to me, man, you need a team. Kefela, you need a team. I, I, I'd love to be on your team. I said, I don't, I don't want a team. I'm, 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 just, I'm just loving life, just walking in my shoes by myself. In turn, on the business side, of course, I love life with my family and all that, but I'm talking about on the business side. So I, right. I literally book my own engagements. I book my own flights, book my own lodging, book my own rental cars, and, 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 and I do all the business, the, all, the, all the secretarial, the agent, the clerk. You know, I, I'm all those wrapped up into one, and I enjoy it. So it means I work longer hours than the one that has who, who is who is delegated that to other people, but I love what I do. So when it comes to the budgeting part, you know you, you're making money. You, you wouldn't be doing this if you're not making money at some point. At some point, you got to be making a profit, or you need, or, or else you need to look within yourself to ask, you know, what am I doing? What are what adjustments do I need to make? What changes do I need to make? Or why am I doing this in the first place if I'm losing money? So as you're right. making money. You you, you 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 can't spend all your money because you've got to reinvest back into the business on the one hand, but you've also got your own life. You know, if you if you're if you're a family person, you got your children that you got to provide for. But but you mm-hmm. can never. Here's a big piece of budgeting though. You you have to remember that you're not going to do this work forever, and you have to make an assumption that you're going to live to be 100 years old, if not more. Now, now most people don't, but I, but I'm not going. You know, like I, I don't have um, term insurance because I'm not I'm, I'm not going to put a I'm not I'm not going to like make my age. My, my, I'm not going to predetermine what age I'm going to transition. 
right? So, so right, right. term insurance is out for me. So I have whole life. So, so, so that mindset, that thinking, that line of thinking is, I'm going to live to be a hundred. So therefore, I have to have it. I have to budget my money accordingly, so that I know that when I turn a hundred, a hundred, one hundred, two, I can still live a good lifestyle, right? I'm not. Yes. I'm not dependent on anybody. So, so, so I have to. And, and then I'm, I'm married for thirty years, so I have to make sure that I'm budgeting enough money that my wife and I will live comfortably forever. And see, a lot of a lot of younger folks. I like. You know, I call them young heads. A lot of young heads. <laughs> sight of that, and they caught up into the money they're making now, not realizing that 40 years ago, I mean, 40 years from now, 50 years from now, or whatever age you are, when, when it's time to retire, right, then what, what, what do you have so that you can continue to travel, so that you can continue to pay the bills you have to pay, so you can continue to live the lifestyle that you're accustomed to? as opposed to now you're at retirement age or now your body shut down and you can't do the things you used to do the way you did it, but now you can't afford to live that life. So that yep. budgeting is, is so crucial. So like I, I say to, I say to speakers a lot, I say, you know something, I budgeted so well. You know how, you know, social media, it can be a, it can be a blessing and a curse at the same time, right? You, you can oh, go yeah. on social media and be in the wrong frame of mind to post things that are on your mind, right? Like, 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 like circumstances are happening and now you want to put something on there that's not consistent with your brand, right? Yes. So, so uh-huh. now you, yep. you put a bad post on there and then like 10 seconds later you think about it, you say, man, that, that's not what I need to put on there, but it's already out there now. It's like, it's like an arrow. Once you shoot an arrow, you can't retrieve it. It's gone. Nope. So now yep. you put that post on there now people retweeted and shared and so forth, and you know it's, it, it, it goes against your brand. It doesn't go against what you stand for, but it goes against your brand, and it shuts down your business. It destroys, it kills your business. I, I say to speakers all the time, be prepared for that moment when you might put that bad post down. Are you financially ready to sustain yourself if you do, if your business is destroyed because of, because of some post you put on there that you didn't give a second thought to, you didn't think it through before you hit the send button? So for me, wow. I'm good. If, if, if I slip up and put that bad post on, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, not, going, I'm not going to the poorhouse, right, because, because I have budgeted my money accordingly. So I'm good till about a hundred. <laughs> good to <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's I feel like the, yeah, the, the way you're going, I can see you at a hundred still. I mean, <laughs> come yeah. coming to the stage, coming to the stage again. It's like, wait a minute, that guy. No, yeah. he's still going, y'all. He's still going. Still he's going, still going. Still yeah, going. yeah. And, and you and you said a key thing because uh, it's so many. I, I was in banking for a number of years. And I talk about finance all of the time. I live, breathe, and sleep finance. And when you mention about purpose, I know that that's my purpose, and I'm, I'm enjoying doing uh, what I do and walking in that passion. I find so many people that they live for the hearing now financial. They look at what they can buy right now uh, from the cars to the clothes to the house to whatever, and they don't think about when they get 60, seven years old when they do want to uh, retire. And then unfortunately, they're looking to Social Security, which I don't even, that's not even in my scenario as far as my retirement planning. 
you have to look at what you're doing now. It's what you do right now that's going to determine how you're going to live in the future. And if more people will pay attention to that, thank you for bringing that out, bringing that to light, because I'm quite sure there are plenty of speakers out there that wanted to get to where you are, to the level you are, and making the money, but they're not really reinvesting back into themselves, and they're sure not preparing themselves for retirement when they get to that particular season in life. So very good point. Those retirement annuities, those SEP annuities, you got to, you know, because you don't want to do everything high risk. You you, you need some guaranteed money that's going to be there when you're ready to shut it down. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, here, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to continue our talk. I have some other little questions that uh, that I want uh, you to address or we're going to talk about tonight. But uh, everyone, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to be right back uh, with Principal Kafele on the Shape Your Finances show, uh, and we'll be right back. In 50 feet, turn left. Why are you driving so slowly? After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in .1 miles. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes, and you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to, are you? Kids, work, listening to the radio, you're busy, which is great because busy people can't get prediabetes. Oh my, I read that wrong. (laughs) They can. Should have worn my glasses. So visit doihaveprediabetes.org and take a short test because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Welcome back to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show with your host, Lionel Shipman, on the CWR Talk Network. Well, welcome back. Uh, we're continuing our discussion. Uh, my guest tonight is the one and only uh, Principal Kafele, and we're here on the ship on the Shape Your Finances show. Now, Principal Kafele, I just want to continue our talk along those lines, and as you in the field of speaking, what are some expectations that you can share with us tonight regarding a speaker's life? What is yes. it all about, from your perspective? Yeah, it's um. I, I'll say from the outset that it is not for everyone. It is. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I can hear you loud and clear. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. It's 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 not for everyone, and it is not for every relationship. Um. You got you you got to have a, a if, if you're in a relationship, your your mate, your spouse, your whomever, they've got to be supportive of it, or it's not going to work. Um. Something would have to give. But in terms of the life, I mean, it's, 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 it's you, you, you know, whatever your, your, um, your genre is, your industry, you're, you're in, you're in that thing to enhance it, to enhance the people that are sitting in that audience. So therefore, you've got to be, you've got to be in the front of an audience. So that means you've got to be out there on the road. Um, if you're a speaker and you find that your home office 
then you're you're not doing on on the one hand you're you're not improving the lives of others in terms of your message, but on the other hand, you're not making any money, right? Mm-hmm. So 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 you so you have to have a full calendar in terms of how you define full. You know, I'm getting ready to define full differently going into 2020. Um, okay. You know, I used to define full as 15 to 20 engagements. Now we're going to define full as maybe eight to 10, right? Gotcha. So a month, you know, uh-huh. so, but, but you gotta, the speaker life means that you're living on airplanes. You're, you're living at, at, at in airports at gates, mm. um, going through security. You know, you're, you're, you're living in rental cars or Ubers, <laughs> unless you're big time and you got a limo, <laughs> <laughs> you know, some kind of ground transportation. You're, you're yeah. living in hotel rooms, and they're very lonely. Um, you know, and, and, and if you if you've got a full week, for example, because you in the summertime, I usually go five days a week, every week, and um, you're you're in these lonely hotels. And the other thing with speaker life is that you know back when I when I, I I've been a speaker for 33 years, but I was doing it you know on the side. But when I became full time in 2011. You could you, you could pretty much count on flights being on time back then. Now <laughs> you can pretty much count on flights being late and delayed. So 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 if you've got connections, if you go into some smaller town where there's no such thing as a nonstop, because everybody would like to fly nonstop, but quite frankly, when you when you when you go into these rural districts, those little smaller airports, you you're gonna have to connect somewhere. So if that first flight is delayed, then you can pretty much bet the house you're gonna miss that second flight. So now you got to figure wow. out well how you gonna get there. You know, maybe there's a later flight, maybe not. And if there's not, if if if, if you're within 500 miles, then you're probably gonna have to make that drive all night. And myself wow. and my colleagues, you know, that's what we do. You know, Uber's not gonna go 500 miles. The cabs not. If you can find a limo service, they know that you need them, so they're gonna jack their price up. And you, oh, you, yeah. you probably be paying. Yeah, you're gonna be paying eight hundred thousand dollars for the same yeah. distance. So you know, but the last thing you want to do is call a client and say to the client who has been planning for you to be there for half a year, not a year, that you can't make it. So somehow, some way, we make it. Or at least speaking for me, I make it. I've only there's only been one time in my life of two. You know, over the thirty three years, we're talking two thousand engagements, and there's only right. been one time that I had to call a client and say I couldn't make it. And that's because up in Chicago at O'Hare, an air traffic controller decided to torch the air traffic control tower because he was disgruntled and no flight Whoa. was going out. So I couldn't fly from from, from um, Chicago to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. So that was the yes. only time I called the client and said I couldn't make it. But that's, you know, that's what that life is. Wow. See, and see, a lot of people don't, they look at where you go, how often you go, and all, but looks they don't like think about. Looks, looks glamorous. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it, it, it looks very glamorous. Here's, here's what here's what I didn't mention. I didn't even mention the preparation for each engagement. If you if you're doing four or five states, three three four or five states in a week, that doesn't mean you're doing the same presentation with all five of them. Each one could be very different depending on the needs of the client. So now you've got to prepare separately, individually for each client. And then, and then you got to go into that place knowing what you prepare for. Although you got the next day coming, twenty four hours later, and you got to be prepared for them as well. So you could be going into a city doing a big, major keynote, five thousand people in the audience, and then the next day you're doing a small session with a school staff of maybe twenty teachers in the audience. Well, you got to be sharp for both of them. 
Yes, you're right. Absolutely. Now, now you because by the way, everyone, I follow uh, Principal Kefela on social media, and so I see, I see all the trips uh, because you you always make mention of where you're going to be, and yeah, uh, yeah. you always talk about the travel. And I can say I've looked at some of the pictures sometime where you that the flight was was all screwed up, and you had to make that drive. Uh, yeah. Bless you. All I can say is bless you. I, I I appreciate your commitment there and your diligence, and and it pays yeah. off. But this is sometimes people don't see that side uh, where the speaker's life uh, looks like. Now, now you just yeah, now you just got back from the UK, right? Uh, about a week or yeah, so, or was, two weeks. Yeah, about two weeks ago, I was blessed to get invited to speak in the UK. So we spent a couple of days in London. My wife and I just kind of taking it in, and then we took a train ride to where I was speaking, which was about two hours in uh, Blackburn, and just had a phenomenal time out there talking to school leaders from about 30 different schools. Okay, good. Well, we're, we're looking, to, I'm, I'm looking for you to get that announcement that you have other international opportunities yeah, coming up. That's the goal. That's, that's, that's what I'm working toward now. We, I want to, you know, I got that, that bug now, so I want to increase that to um, more of Europe, Africa, Asia. Um, South America, Australia, you know, we want to get to more places. Well, fantastic. Now, uh, going back to the financial aspect, I had a a guest on my show uh, about three weeks ago, Dr. Shirley Davis, and we talked about professional diversification. Mm. Now, how, how have you diversified yourself over the years, meaning streams, creating streams of income? Have you, yeah, you, you figure you got you, you got the books, um, which is not a whole lot, but it's but it's still in addition to the speaker fee. But then you 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 got your investments. Like my my hope right now is that I have that money working for me as I'm talking to you right now. So mm-hmm. you got you got the various investments. I've, I've thought about real estate. Um, I just don't know that I, I want to dive into it while I got this kind of schedule. But um, some folks they have they have other items. Uh, they call it back of the room items that they may sell, um, whether it be shirts, whether it be things related to their brand, whatever the case may be. But mine is primarily the investments that I've made and the book sales, and there's something else in there that I can't think of. And, and then you know the various different platforms of speaking as well um, generate different kinds of income. So, you know, we, we, we do it that way. Okay. Have, have this, this meet, I'm just thinking, cause it's part of my, uh, my, my makeup. Yeah. Now, do you yeah. do, do you do any type of, uh, I, um, the, the term brain tank comes to mind where uh, people can just pick your brain of, of, of any different type of topic education-wise. Have you thought about that? I'm just throwing it out there for oh, you. <laughs> I, I haven't, but here, here's, here, when you said that, here's what I thought of, because I, I couldn't, I knew there was more. I, um, I've, I've played around with doing independent institutes where instead of me flying out to somebody, they fly to me in certain locations. So we, mm-hmm. we've been doing that for about three years now. But what I want to do is expand that to almost the the bulk of the business. So even that's another stream because that's a different kind of income because folks are paying a registration fee as opposed to a school district paying me out of a budget. 
right? So, right. so these are very these are very intimate. Um, I can literally answer anything anybody has to ask because it's not that type of thing where 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 a district has has a certain agenda and they want me to stick to that agenda. This this I can I can personalize for everybody in the room because we keep the numbers small. We we don't go over a hundred people in the room right. so that they, so that I can personalize and that's for two days. So um, you got two whole days, eight hours each day. And in, 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 in terms of the income, it's all based on registration. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Now I want to switch gears. Uh, seeing where we are uh, here in America, of course, I can have, we could probably talk for hours uh, about mm-hmm. the, the state and the conditions of things that are going on here in our country. But uh, I want to go right to the education system. Uh, just in your own words, what is the state of our education system in your own words? You know, it's, it's interesting because I, 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 with all the reading that I do and seeing how, you know, certain states, including New Jersey, are considered doing very well, um, teachers, um, they, they rate their own states as being, being places to work for. When, when I look at that, I always have to disaggregate the data because one could say, okay, our district, our state, our region, whatever it is, we're doing very well. But then when you disaggregate the data and, and, and you look at children of color, for example, particularly when they're in the minority in a given state, district, or whatever, even though with no child left behind and the, the other laws that it, it, it emanated out of that, it's still easy to hide those populations when they when, when they're not a when they're not a large when they're not a majority or when they're not a large percentage of the district. It's still easy to say we're doing well, even though you've got these black and brown children who are not doing well, right? Or large mm-hmm. numbers of, of those that are there who are not doing well. So the state of education, depending on how the question is framed, I would I would argue that for, for children of color it, it's still not doing well. There's still gotcha. a lot of work to be done, whether it be in a charter, in, 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 a, in a charter format, in, in a public school, in a private school, whatever, whatever it is, whatever the structure is, as it relates to black and brown children, there's a heck of a lot of work still to be done. I agree 100 percent. And uh, I, I know that I speak from the standpoint of financial education. And unfortunately, where that gap between uh, white America and black America is steadily widening. And um, uh, we have a lot of work to do. Yeah, there's a lot of information out there, but it's not being taught to us, uh, people of color. Uh, And that's something that I'm working my best to try to close that gap. And so we can be uh, astute when it comes to uh, our finances, money management, credit, uh, building wealth, uh, so we can pass down to the next generation, so we can have things for the future, so we can open up businesses, and we can open up schools, we can create other opportunities for other people. So uh, we have a lot of work to do. I, I, I agree with you 100%. Yes, sir. Yeah. Now, as we're coming down, uh, I, of course, I could keep talking with you, but I'm, I'm going to be respectful of our time here. Uh, just real, one, about two more questions I want to ask. Now, I'm, I'm what good, do I'm you, good, whatever, you know, whatever you, time you, you I'm good. Okay. Oh, perfect. Okay, great. Now, how do you, 
what do you do to refresh yourself and regroup yourself? Because I know that with all the travel, and I know you do take some, some time off vacation and all, but what do you do yeah. to refresh yourself? What do you do? Yeah, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, it's, it's, it's interesting. I was, I was just having this conversation with my youngest son today. Um, he wanted to surprise me. Well, it really wasn't going to be a surprise, but he wanted to get me some tickets to, but I have a birthday coming up in October. And he wanted to give me some tickets to a basketball game. And I'm telling him that, you know, when I'm home, when I'm off the road, like I am, this is, this was the fourth day I'm back on tomorrow. Um, But when I'm on the road, sitting on my couch, watching ESPN with my laptop open and, and doing whatever, whatever on the business side, I have to get done contracts, invoices, whatever, which is not a lot of work. I said, I'm, I'm, I'm in heaven. When I'm just sitting on my couch, and, and 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 I mean when I when and when I say sitting on my couch, I mean from eight o'clock in the morning <laughs> until eleven o'clock at night, and and just sitting on my couch. She, my wife is sitting right next to me on her chair, and we just chilling, and and I'm good, you know. Like like because of the heart attack, I have to go. I have to put the miles in, so we'll, we'll break that up by yeah. going to the gym or the park, put in the two mm-hmm. or three miles, and then and then I'm back. And then I'm just, you know, so so for me, and this is not going to work for everybody because everybody's not, you know, just not comfortable doing nothing. But for me, right. and, and maybe it's because of the because of the work I do when I'm away from home because I'm, I'm really working my butt off in the speaking industry. So when so when I'm off the road, I mean, I don't need a lot to be happy. And see, like like my wife and I, we travel, so we we're gonna travel later in, in in October, and um and we'll sit on the beach somewhere. And literally do nothing for seven days, and we both good with that. We say, I don't see. I don't need a lot, a lot of things going on to be happy, right? To create right. balance. I don't, I don't need it. Just, just, just let me not be working, and I'm good, <laughs> right? So, you know that. But that's me. And 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 the blessing is, I'm 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 married to a, to 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 a, to a wife that's the same way I am. So we, you know, okay. so it all works out. So someone else, you could, you know, someone listening could be in a relationship where, where either you or or your 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 mate, you you guys feel like you need to be going and going and doing and doing, you know, the nightlife at the, at the end, of, you know, during the evening when you're on vacation and you know all all that right. stuff, whatever it is. I don't need this stuff, right? Yeah. I, I don't need any of it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, just just, I, just I, give me just give me my couch and I'm good. I'm with you. I, I love, I, I do this sometimes. Uh, on a Friday night, if I worked all week, I, and I make sure that my wife, I'm like, honey, do you need anything? She doesn't need anything. And I ask my kid, do you need anything? They don't need anything. I said, okay, I'm going in this den. I'm going to be locked down for the next two or three hours watching TV. I cannot be disturbed. Yeah, I'm on my, I call it my island. I cannot be reached by cell phone. I said only if that only if there's a fire do you touch that door and or either knock on that door. <laughs> I'm with you. I, I like you. to sit down. Yeah, I like to sit down and and I, I do a lot of movies. I love action packed movies or something like that. So I'm I'm with you. I like the simple things. Now you know, I love to cruise. We do the cruise thing as well, but I love to just sit back and just relax on my couch. I, I'm with you. I don't. I don't require yeah. a whole lot either. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't blame it there. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, good. Now let's let's go into. Uh, now you've written a number of different books, and I know you had yeah. uh, one here that was released uh, this year. Kind of share with the audience um, 
about some of your books and how yeah, I, uh, they can purchase them. I was um, I wrote my first book in 1990 entitled A Black Parent's Handbook to Educating Your Children Outside of the Classroom. It was a self-published book. And um, and I, I mean, I, I really worked, worked diligently to make that book an Essence Magazine number one bestseller nonfiction. So here was this unknown uh, self-published author and wrote this book and, and, and just got it to sell. So I, wrote, I went on and wrote three more uh, self-published books, but by then I developed some name recognition in the field um, based on my writing, but also based on the work I was doing as a teacher and a principal. So uh, my publisher, who's my publisher now, approached me a few times over the years and asked me to write for them, and eventually I, I decided that I would and wrote a book called Motivating Black Males to Achieve in School and in Life in 2008, and it became a bestseller. So then I went on and wrote for them, um, closing the attitude gap as opposed to achievement gap, the attitude gap. And from there, the teach the um, the principal fifty critical questions for critical leadership questions for inspiring school wide excellence. Then the teacher fifty critical questions for inspiring classroom excellence. And when I say fifty, I mean these fifty self reflective questions to get the reader to look within oneself. In, 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 in the in the area of self-reflection, self-assessment toward making self-adjustments and self-improvement. So these 50 questions that a whole lot of school districts across the country and different parts of the world are really um, given a lot of attention to in terms of their own practices. So so from there, wrote a, wrote another self-reflective book but didn't use 50 questions, used 35, entitled, Is My School a Better School? Because I lead it, and I and I as I as I say on social media often, it's the most potent question that I could think of for for a school leader to ask oneself. And if I if I could think of something more potent, then it'll be the title of the next book. So gotcha. from there, I wrote my most recent book, um, the Aspiring Principal Fifty. So similar to the Principal Fifty, but this one for the for the folks that want to become school leaders, I'm giving them 50 questions to think about in terms of whether or not this is really something that you want to do because this is not easy work. And that includes um, interview tips for how to get the assistant principal or, or the principal job. And that was an offshoot of my, um, my videos, uh, thoughts to consider for um, the assistant principal job interview and the principal job interview and, and literally hundreds of people, uh, well over 500 people got jobs as a result of watching those videos on YouTube, uh, 500 that I wow. know of. There's probably Fantastic. more than 500 that I know of came to me, have approached me, written me, whatever the case may be, and said to me, thank you, I got the job because I watched the videos. And I get those kind of emails and, and calls and, and, and um, posts on, on social media probably about five out of seven days a week for the past two years. Oh, oh fantastic, fantastic. Now, yeah. for yeah, for people that want to uh, – uh, touch base with you, contact you, either for business, professional, or just personal, or to get copies yep. of your books. If you can give your contact information, website, so forth, social media, and everything. Yeah. Absolutely. Just um, go to principalcafele.com. Again, principalcafele.com. And, and if, you, if you're watching this broadcast on the screen, on the Internet, then you, you see the spelling of my name. But it's principal with a P-A-L. Because I, I see a lot of people try to spell principal with P L E, and that's not going to get you to my website. But P A L, right? 
and then uh, and then last name K A F as in Frank E L E K A F E L E principalcafele.com and then on Facebook I'm at principalcafele uh, two words and then on on um, you, you can't friend me but you can follow me unless somebody has dropped me within the past say hour then there's, there's a slot there but uh, but you can follow me there's, there's unlimited uh, following on Facebook so just hit the follow button and you're in and then on Twitter at Principal Cafele, one word, all right? So at everybody, everything is Principal Cafele. On on LinkedIn, at Principal Cafele. So everything is Principal Cafele. And then also YouTube is Principal Cafele for my, my student channel. I have nine channels on YouTube. I have over 500 videos. But um, if you go to my website, it'll give you six of the channels. If you go on YouTube, you'll see the other three. Just put in Principal Cafele, and you'll, you'll see... Um, all the channels show up, and you'll see the ones that are most applicable to you, whether it be the youth, whether it be the teachers, the administrators, the parents, just the, the speeches, the uh, motivation, whatever the case may be, got to categorize into nine different uh, channels, even throwback. There's a throwback channel for stuff when I was back in the 90s and early 2000s and all that. Okay. Fantastic. Well, I have to say, uh, this was a long time coming for me, and uh, I really appreciate your time tonight. I appreciate the the nuggets of information, uh, the knowledge, uh, the work that you're doing, uh, like I said, not only for administrators, but for our students, but for leaders everywhere. Like I said, what, a lot of the things that you hit on, most applicable in every aspect of life. So thank you so much for being a guest here tonight. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you, Brother Lyle. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, you more than what might have to have you on the show again, seeing that you're you're going to slow that schedule down a little bit in 2020. And have to call you back up again. Yeah, definitely. Okay, perfect. Well, that's a wrap for tonight. Then uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning into the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show. You can catch my show every Tuesday night at 8:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you've missed any of the past episodes of the show, you can visit my website at shipmanconsulting.com and click on the uh, Shape Your Finances banner. It'll take you straight to the radio show page. You can listen to all the past episodes. But you can also hear some other platforms, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, and uh, iHeartRadio. And if you haven't touched base with me through social media, you can catch me on so, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and, and Twitter. Uh, just Google my name, and you can pull it all up. And as we're uh, leaving out tonight, you know I love listening to uh, some good old jazz music, but I want you to remember these words regarding your money and your life. Give cheerfully, spend carefully, and invest wisely. Thanks again, Principal Cavalli. Have a good one there. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Take care. I'm playing. I got to go out with a little bit of a huge groove. Uh, one of my uh, favorite saxophonists, smooth jazz wise. Take care, everyone. Talk to you next week.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.